What's up, guys? It's the Ramon Foster Show coming to you, in his case, live from Mobile, Alabama, site of the Senior Bowl. Ramon's doing some actual work, right? I am, man. That small J journalism thing, I might actually get my <laughs> capitalized this week, okay? I'm watching some of these prospects. It is some good ones. I will say I saw my eye on your head, Coach, looking at a guy or two. Having oh. some side conversations, uh, and one in particular, man, was uh, he one of these prospects highly, okay, highly impressed me today. So uh, just keep my eye on a lot of stuff. But, yeah, in Mobile, man, right here, Bob Fork, actually, DK. Just like that. All right, we don't have a bell, but we do have a theme song, and we're going to play that theme song right now, just like that. Let's say ding. Ding. All indications are that Arthur Smith, formerly the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, is going to be taking over as the Steelers' offensive coordinator. That appears to be exciting exactly nobody uh, in and around this particular region. Uh, Moen, you've, you've had the chance to deal with Coach Smith on, 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 in different levels, and you know of his connection, of course, to Mike Munchak. This is a guy who runs the ball. Tell us a little bit about him. He does. We'll run 12 personnel, man. Running is a part of his identity and what he does. You will see utilization of the tight ends. You will see him be able to spread the ball around. They go deep. Uh, and here's the other thing. A.J. Brown was, was crafted in this offense. Derrick Henry was crafted in this offense. You saw the offensive line that they had. They know how to build it up. Um, personnel will play a part in it, of course. But the idea that he knows how to call a game, which is what we've had issues with in Pittsburgh, he knows how to call a game. BK, did did he take on, I think, a little bit too much in, in, in Atlanta? Yeah, young team, not understanding how to use Kyle Pitts, I think was a huge detriment of his. Uh, that right there is going to be something that he has to – figure out in Pittsburgh because you have the tight ends, right? But here's the thing. He also had other guys in his in his uh, system in Tennessee was able to uh, flourish as a tight end. So I don't think the Atlanta case was a lot like the Tennessee Titans case. I've said for a long time, DK, what? I said what? I said, I think Najee runs like Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, you've said it a million times. Derrick's best years came under Arthur Smith's tenure, okay? And I, this is a situation, I think, for Arthur Smith, in my opinion, where being a head coach may not have been his time just now. And I think he learned a lot from it. I would expect him. All the people I know that, that were in the building and close to him have said this. He knows what he's doing. Being a head coach is a totally different outfit when you got to run the entire organization. He's a bright mind when it comes down to how he uh, how he calls the games. And here's the thing, too. He had to have been a hot commodity, DK, for him to be able to get a to head coaching job. get a job. head coaching job. That's something that, that yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> he had to be good at what he was doing in order to t take the next level. He might have run into a lousy situation in Atlanta. Uh, I know that when we saw them in the preseason, I went down there to cover that game. <laughs> I mean, that was not that was not an impressive team, but especially not on offense. And by that, I'm referring to the personnel because, of course, you don't see schematics in the preseason. Uh, when I when I look at this situation, I think to myself, Moan, more than anything, that the Steelers looked at their own personnel 
and wanted to get somebody who had a foundation in running the football, working with an offensive line, and said, you know what, you know what, we're going to build off of this. Uh, Art Rooney referred to them yesterday as a two-headed monster in our session with him, uh, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. They said, yeah. this is what we have. We need to fortify this offensive line. And from there, the quarterback, the impact of the quarterback play isn't as pronounced, meaning you don't need to have Patrick Mahomes. That's that's the other thing. DK, how, how do you know all of this, man? Do you study football or something like that, man? Uh, I followed you around is, for 11 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so here's the thing, and I saw somebody in the comments say that, man, B. Phil said he made Ryan Tannehill look good. He did. Um, yeah. I, he 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 made this offense into a um, AFC championship caliber team. A lot of guys got paid out of this thing too. Again, look at where this team was with him as far as the Titans, the Tennessee Titans. Look at where they were with him, and look where they were without him. I think you see the ability of if you have a guy, and I say this often, DK. I don't think some guys deserve to be five star generals. Maybe they're a little bit too early. Sometimes you might need to be a lieutenant or captain. But when it comes down to you running the entire squad, as far as you being a head coach, some people I think need to take a back seat for just a little bit longer. So I think Arthur Smith learned that this time around. I think he understands that, look, if I'm going to be in that contention for another head coaching position, I need to figure out other things. I know what you're saying, a running game isn't his problem from Dana, what Dana Knight says right here too. You're absolutely right. Pittsburgh thrives off of play action. They thrives off of uh, being able to get down the field. You will get some down the field things. You will be able to get some deep action plays, some full protection types of things. He runs 12 a good bit of the time. But here's the thing. I've seen Ryan Tannehill be able to command plays at the line of scrimmage. I've seen a guy like Corey Davis be productive here and go to another place and get a big bag. So when you look at the results of him operating in this Tennessee Titans offense, it's what Pittsburgh is. And here's the thing I will ask you guys too. And I personally don't know Okay, I personally don't know Arthur Smith, so this isn't vouching. DK, but here's the goalpost right here. Let's not move it. Let's not move it. What do you mean by that? I'm not following you on that. We asked for an outsider to put his hands on this offense, did we oh. not? Oh, yeah. I think I think part of the knock here is that they every what, what everyone really wanted. They didn't want an outsider. They wanted uh, some egghead brainiac out of the 49ers system. Okay, let's let's call it what it is. Okay, that's actually okay. Uh, yeah, if if it was someone who was twenty seven years old, uh, who was just you know the resident genius of all football geniuses and the up and coming this and that, and he was attached to Kyle Shanahan or whatever, uh, you would have had just absolute ecstasy right now. However, I question so whether true. or not that individual would have been able to come into Pittsburgh. And boy, th- this isn't going to be very popular with some people, but and to look at this receiving core specifically and say, oh yeah, let's go ahead and run some super sophisticated, crazy, wild, uh, you know, cerebral scheme. I don't think yeah. you. I don't know that that's here, Moan. Yeah, uh, uh, real quick, DK, quick break. Hey, y'all hit that like and subscribe button, okay? Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and share it to a friend. So before we go any further, but DK. Here's the thing behind that, okay? You're right. The personnel isn't there. 
the same way I don't think it was there as far as him going to Atlanta. They were trying to build it up. They went to go get a, a, a friggin' cyborg in Kyle Pitts. You'll get the best running back in the draft, right? Eight overall. What NFL do we know is drafting the top 10 pick at, at, at running back? That doesn't happen anymore, okay? So I think no. they were a little bit behind the eight ball. The other thing, too, is I don't think Munch was on his staff. He may have been familiar with Munch because of the Tennessee ties, but I can't connect Munch to Arthur Smith. Um, you've had guys in different different organizations – well, go to different organizations and fall off what he's done. Okay, John o. Smith is another guy that collected a bag because of that, too, because of the production. Look at the production of the guys behind it. What are we saying? What do what we got going on? Jay, you see my face. Jay Quest says, feels like a Mike Tomlin yes man. Let's see what he brings to the table. What, what, what would qualify him as a yes man? Has he even been asked a question yet to say yes or no? The guy just came from a head coaching position, one of 32 such positions on the planet. But he's, he's coming here with the reputation of being subservient to Mike Tomlin. Why? Where does that stuff come from? Just repeating so, talk show nonsense. So can you say that? So just tell me, Quest, you don't like Tomlin. I'd much rather hear that first before yeah, you well, say I mean, anything else. Which is and, fine. And say it. There have been other former head coaches to go to other places and get better. Spagnola called one heck of a defense against the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. Did he not, DK? Former mm -hmm. head coach. I think Dan Quinn had that Dallas defense on fire before the last game of the season. Did he not? Sometimes Who was the, again. I mean, the great, and I do mean great, Dick LeBeau was yes. a much better coordinator than he was a head coach. The jobs are not the same, are they, Moan? They don't have the same skill sets, do they? The responsibility isn't the same. Here's the other thing, too, DK, that you brought up. Pittsburgh is fit for a certain type of offensive coordinator. We don't have the personnel, I'm sorry to tell y'all, to run a Shanahan-style offense, okay? No, think we, about, it's not here. Th th think about when when when, when uh, Ty Haley, another outsider, came in-house. Remember that, DK? It's because he was going to cater to and call plays that could fit the type of players that you have. Shanahan's teams are guys that you have to break down the entire building, DK. You can't just walk in a building and say, we're running this style of offense. People get fired because of this. To me, this is a smart hire. Because if you look realistically at, at the era of 20, what are we looking at? 2018 to 2020 with the Titans. That offense was humping. That offense was pumping out numbers. That offense did well. Pittsburgh plays in the AFC North. We say this all the time, okay? You're going to run the ball. You're going to play smash mouth. You're going to utilize the tight end. And you better be able to know what your offensive line can do. Most times the quarterback is a compliment. With where we are as a franchise, as Pittsburgh Steelers, right, DK? Mm -hmm. You don't know if, if Mason is going to be your guy long term or if it's actually going to be Kenny Pickett either. So if you're telling me he's dealt with the guy that was traded to the Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill and pretty much made this guy a Pro Bowl guy and got him hundreds of millions of dollars in contract, is this not a similar situation, DK? I think it's so. Yeah, yeah, I think so, so too. And again, when you're going to talk about – I'm going to use this word again, and I'm probably – until I'm proven wrong, I'm probably going to use okay. it quite a bit, and that is foundational. This, to me, feels like uh, you're bringing in someone – 
not to put you over the top next year uh, or to do something massive and dramatic and overhauling or whatever. And I'm not talking about the Matt Canada playbook. I just mean philosophically. The Steelers have right. been built on this for a long time. The Steelers' current offense has been built to succeed via the run. As we saw, it didn't take off until they had NFL-level quarterback play. Yes. Okay? Yep. But you but you're seeing something that's wow. I mean, this is this is really something here. Let's let's take a couple of questions here from Moan. He's got a couple other assignments to handle down there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Walker says, "Hey Moan, how does Arthur Smith allow Tomlin to focus more on the defense?" That's a really good question. Well, no, well here's the thing: it's Terrell's Austin, Terrell Austin's defense. Okay, and I know Coach Tomlin has his hands on it, but what it does is simplifies what the coaches are supposed to do. I think we all look back at Matt Canada's situation and mm-hmm. kind of say to ourselves. It was probably a little bit premature. We thought this guy could grow quicker than the NFL will allow him to. And here's the thing. The NFL holds no bars when it comes down to your inexperience. Matt Canada got, got caught lacking more than anything. Ben Johnson says Arthur Smith's family owns FedEx. He doesn't have to say yes to anyone. I don't know even what this means, but if it's true, that's hilarious. He's from the Memphis area. His dad is the startup of FedEx. Oh, yeah. He's nobody's yes man. Grayson Brown says, I'm of the belief that the old school running game philosophy is the real weakness to the modern NFL. KC, San Francisco are the teams against the run. Moan, can I jump in on this one? Please. You ready? Yes, please jump in. Okay. The top rushing teams in the National Football League. 11 of the 15, 11 of the top 15 made the playoffs. Three of the four championship teams finished up there on the run. Let's dispense with mythology and look at facts. I understand that the running back position has been devalued financially and in the draft, but when you're talking about winning, when you're talking about playoffs, these are the teams, coincidence or not, that are there. Yes, DK. And here's the here, here's the other portion. Ra- Ravens ran it. for 17 yards the other day. The Ravens running backs ran for 17 yards. You know why they lost? Because they ran for 17 yards. 17. You have to be able to beat people up in this NFL, man. If you and, and you got the guy, I think that was available. That's gonna be the best guy for that. Okay, it's it's just that simple. Chris, I appreciate that. I didn't know he was under an. Ass- I didn't know Arthur was uh, an assistant mm-hmm. under month. That's why we're all we're all in this together, Moan. Cody says, "Hey, Moan, big issue with Matt Canada was his lack of communication. Do you know anything about Arthur Smith as a communicator?" From my understanding, he's great. The dudes hated that he left. And again, look at the nose dive uh, that this friend that the Titans mean, have in, had in, in Nashville. You mean? Nashville, great communicator. Okay. Think about this. He's grown up in a world of business. His dad is the, the, the president CEO of FedEx. Communication is a part of it. Again, I think taking on a head coaching job in Atlanta might have been a year or five too soon. That's my personal thing. So many questions about Mike Munchak. Is, is he coming? Is Munchak what? coming? Is Munchak coming? Yeah. I swear everyone would be completely okay with this hire if Munch comes along. Oh, my God. Gosh, Come on, man. you can relate oh. to that. You can relate, I can to, relate that. to that. Yeah, and, and we'll see. We got to see much really actually out of his mouth says he wants to coach. Munch, munch, munch. Look at all this. It's, it's like it's like we're uh, it's like we're all eating here or something. Uh, make sure you give make sure you give this a like. 
uh, this program. We would appreciate that. Give us a uh, a subscribe too. We 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 crossed over twenty nine thousand this weekend, Moan. Uh, we need we to get up to thirty. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing mm-hmm. it up, then, DK. Absolutely, going to take just a couple more today. Uh, Aaron Matthews says Munchak was the Titans head coach. Oh, he's giving us the background here too. Oh my God, it's the yeah. Munchak show. Uh, here, good one, Moan. This one's for you. Ready? Darwin yeah, Nolan says we have the personnel to be physical. The Smith 13 personnel brings back physicality in the play action pass, which has been missing with the Steelers. Let's talk about his usage, not only of the O-line, but also of the tight ends to whom he never tight throws. Ends. He never it's throws to yeah, Well, you say that until you see John <laughs> Smith. Okay, He has the ability to throw to him. I think Atlanta didn't have okay. the personnel or the perfection to, have, to give him time to deliver to those guys. You will be a run team. You will be a play-action team. You will be a guy that throws down the sideline. You will be a team that throws down the middle, too. It will be quarterback-friendly in how he approaches and protects those guys, too. He is one of those. If we go back to the time right before Arthur Smith got hired in Atlanta, he was one of these offensive geniuses. Let's not forget that. Don't crap on this because it's not the guys that you want. That's the thing about it. This is what's best for you. I feel like as a franchise, when I saw he was being hired in Pittsburgh, I fist bumped because I understand what he's capable of doing. You have a competent offensive coordinator now in Pittsburgh. That's where I stand with Arthur Smith. And here's the thing. Sometimes the fan base is not about what you like. And I'm okay with that. It's about what's right for us. Nobody really knew what Ty Haley was bringing to Pittsburgh. Think about it. Bruce Arians got fired in Pittsburgh or let go of contract not renewed, and he was still able to call a real good play. I'd rather have a guy that's been a proven play call in this league, go on to be a hand coach, fail at that, and then have to reemerge as an OC himself. This is where he is. You're probably going to get the best version of Arthur Smith considering the pieces that you have in place that are in Pittsburgh right now. you got to think about the personnel that you have right now. That's really good stuff, Moan. You're good at this. You should, like, do this, you know. know it's football, Like man. every day. <laughs> <laughs> Richard says, is Mike Tomlin, this is a great one for you as well here, is Mike Tomlin going to let the offensive coach coach? Is he going to give him the keys to the offense, let him drive the car? Moan, you've been in that room, you've been in that building. Will he let the offensive coordinator run the offense? I think this situation is more unique than any other coordinator we've had. You have a guy that's been a a proven offensive coordinator, uh, head coach type. Okay, and that has the ability to manage one side of the ball only. He doesn't have to worry about special teams, defense, and his coaching staff. He has to worry about just the offensive side of the ball. I think Mike T somewhat has to let go a little bit more than he has in years past (laughs) because here's the thing. If I think Coach T is on the two to three as far as hot seat, right, then it's time for him to just say, let my guys coach and be the ones that I've hired them to be. That's where I'm at, DK. So he has to be more hands off this time around. Really, really, really good stuff uh, from everybody today. We're going to do a quick outro and be right back. No doubt. All right. What do you got going on down there? That's what I want to know. Man, I'm covering for the, the senior bowl. I got to go do another podcast and here with the, uh, my group that brought me down here. So that's why I'm in and out as much as I possibly can. I will tell you guys this. The group that I was around know 
um, Arthur Smith very, very well. They know oh, him okay. very, very well. Okay, the group that I'm around down here, they knew he deserved another opportunity as an OC. Very excited for him, but also understand that, look, if there was an opportunity that he could have been brought back to Tennessee, they would have taken him because he knows how to call it. He's one of those smart guys that if we were talking about uh, Bobby Slowick or we're talking about Ben Johnson out of Detroit, right, with what they've done mm -hmm. and head coaching candidates, he falls under that same umbrella. Just because he doesn't come from the Shanahan tree doesn't mean they're not good. Look at what or Baltimore smart. has. Or on. smart. Or smart. Yeah. You're, you matched up with a guy that matches your personnel. That's good stuff. Moan, listen, good luck down there and everything. Uh, we're expecting all kinds of big, hot, juicy yes, exclusives here. Over says, the next... are, are, are there any good centers down here? Hell yes. And I will brief you guys on those too. Yeah. I want to hear that because I, all I keep hearing is slams on the centers in this class and how there's no, no first rounders. And Okay. All right. Well, from more, centers don't usually go first round. They don't. You got some solid second, third round guys. The, 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 uh, <laughs> The guy from uh, Oregon dominated today. I like him. Nah, dog. Nah, nah. <laughs> uh, yeah, look at that. Cat like Manning is with you on the on the Oregon Center. Yes. That's cool. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Have fun down there, Moan. Take care of yourself. We'll do it tomorrow. Peace. All right. See bye, -bye. you guys. Mm -hmm. Bye.